Hey, this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... My name's Matt, and I'm the vocalist from the band Desert Storm. Sentinels, which was released in March. How pleased are you with the response from media and fans so far? Oh, very much so. Yeah, very pleased. We've had a lot of good uh, press come in from it. We um, had quite a, uh, camp- a long campaign stint, and you know, everyone that's had the chance to listen to it, you know, the fans that have bought it at the shows and stuff, they're really singing its praises. So, um, yeah, we had a few folks who are into the more bluesy side of it because this album didn't have quite as much of the uh, almost honky tonk style blues stuff on it, and even the fans of that more sort of side of us, they said that they were enjoying it just as much. So. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been good all round, really, and it's, I, I think we feel it's a definite improvement on our last album, Omniscient. I think the production's tighter, and it's uh, yeah, it's just more sort of a honed album. So, and to have people tell us that is is great. <laughs> like they're kind of it's echoing what our, our thoughts are with it. So, yeah, it's been it's been good 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 rece- good rece- reception to it. And of course, Kerrang streamed your album. How proud were you of this? That's quite an achievement, isn't it? Oh, very much. Yeah, like we were dead chuffed with that it's, you couldn't really want for much better than having Kerrang stream in the album so it's yeah that, that was perfect I think they had the exclusive uh, when we dropped it so uh, you know everybody was listening to it through that and yeah it was, that was that was great our label was happy with it just as much as we were as, as well so um, yeah it's obviously getting out to a lot of listeners um, yeah they're very very happy with that one and they're just going to expand the fan base hopefully <laughs>
Tell us about the songwriting for Sentinels, what experiences, ideas inspired the songs behind this album? When, we, when we're writing tracks, we tend to sort of, we'll, we'll all gather and then uh, somebody will have a riff and then they'll sort of play through the riff and somebody else will have an idea and I'll just start like, you know, doing a bit of a brain fart and spilling words out onto a page just of things and like themes and ideas that spring to mind and it's quite, a, I mean, from that, you know, it's sort of quite an organic writing process. So, uh, yeah, on, on Sentinels, there's quite a range of subject matter in terms of lyrics uh, and in, in terms of like the music side of it I guess it's, it's there's a real mashup of different styles sort of fused together there there's, there's kind of like an underlying style which is what we are which is Desert Storm and then we sort of we bring in a lot of other elements into it which is uh, it's always fun to play with stuff and see what fits and what doesn't so I theme wise of the album you've got stuff on there there's a lot of stuff about sort of uh, mental states and uh, extroversion introversion death trips sort of like there's it's some sort of, uh, I'd say positivity, negativity, and sort of fantasy. There's, there's there's some tracks on there which are sort of you know just grand sprawling like mythical landscapes and deep underwater caverns and stuff like that. So it's, that's sort of yeah. There is no one central theme on the album. It's not a concept album or anything like this. But I think we've just got too much stuff to write about to just focus in on any one thing. So yeah, all sorts on there really. Would you ever consider doing a concept album? We have discussed it in the past, yeah, and I think a lot of what that requires kind of boils down, it, it reverts right back to the writing process. You kind of need to go in to write uh, an album with that core concept in mind. And, you know, from the ground up, you need to be sort of thinking about, I mean, it, it, you know, it can be one long epic saga. You can have, a, you know, a complete fantastical tale over the course of eight or nine tracks or something. Um, which we yeah we have considered doing, but I think like I think it's difficult for us to get out of the mindset because we've been writing songs this way for a long time now, so it's it kind of like unlearning to to do something different. Which yeah I, I can see us perhaps doing it in the future, but perhaps not for the next one. Um, I mean the next one's not going to be for a little while yet. So uh, we have already started knocking a few ideas around for new tracks and stuff. So it's it's no stopping the uh, the writing process as it were. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely not off the table. How would you best describe your music to any of our listeners who are currently unfamiliar with Desert Storm? I would have to say it's there's a lot of groove to it. There's a lot of uh, yeah, there's a lot of riffs in there, and it's it's difficult to not headbang along to it. Really, it's just it's, it's something quite uh, it's it's quite catchy, but it's also like dark and heavy. Um, so it's all that kind of good stuff, really. Um, yeah, it's that's 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 our music in a nutshell. I'd say it's it's definitely riffy and groovy as hell. You've been out on tour like in mainland Europe, and mm. you, you're due to head out on tour in the UK soon. Do you think there's a, like a major big difference between touring mainland Europe and the UK? And oh yeah, definitely, man. Well, I'd say there's, there's definitely major differences between them. This is you know we've been on a few European stints now, and uh, it's a different experience out there. I, I don't know. I think being away from the UK, it kind of feels more like a more like I don't know. Not not. I don't want to say proper tour, but not having the if you if you play anywhere in the UK, you can always pretty much get back to your hometown. Uh, whereas once you cross the you know the channel, you kind of it feels like you're out in in the wild, as it were, a little bit more. So um, I'd say in terms of like the logistics and the happenings of it all, it's there's a lot of similarities between. It. I think in Europe, you tend to get looked after a little better, maybe because they appreciate that you can't get home quite as easily so you know it's not just going to be petrol money and you know on your way sort of thing it's they'll put you up and feed you and stuff like that and you do get that in places in the UK as well but it's I think it's, it's a bit rarer um, but you play in the UK is 
logistically that much easier. You know, we can tend to make a, a UK tour work uh, that much easier because you don't have to think about the ferry costs and you know all the diesel that it takes to get from you know mainland Europe to Poland, which is a ridiculous journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so little things like that just make it easier to do the UK. Um, and we, you know, we, we love playing the UK. There's a lot of cities in the UK that know how to rock and party. So, um, but then yeah, I'd say in Europe. I, there are a lot of differences but I can't say I have a particular given preference no. I think yeah the UK is certainly easier in some senses um, plus I'd say we've got more more of a following really in the UK we're starting to build up in Europe now because we've been over there on quite a few stints but uh, I'd say in the, the UK is our home you know so it's, this is where we've had the chance to play the most and had the most exposure and of course go heading out on tour with Karma to Burn are you fans of theirs? yeah man yeah um, big fans of theirs I mean we listened to their music, I think, before we even formed as a band, really. So, um, you know, we'd still stick on an album when we're, uh, we're, we're driving around on, like, take the European tour, for example. Like, we had them on in the van and stuff. So it's a great bunch of guys. We have, we've toured with them a few times in the past. So I think we've done a couple of UK stints with them and we've done one Euro stint with them. And we've played the odd occasional show with them as well. So it's, it's always nice to catch up with those guys again. They're all really nice, sort of quite down-to-earth uh relaxed uh, funny guys uh, you know we kind of I think on previous tours they've sort of inadvertently given us advice on you know various things little things you'd pick up on that you might not uh, you know if they wouldn't just outright sit you down and sort of you know I think it's, it's the same with touring any large with touring with any large band you see how you know professionals who've been doing this for you know, 30 40 years or whatever it might be you know how they approach their uh, how they approach getting to shows how they approach like everything that goes in around uh, playing the shows um, and, and sort of you learn from that even if it's you know on a subconscious level you still kind of pick some stuff up so yes yeah, they, they're nice guys man they're really nice guys and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them again it's gonna be it's gonna be good fun as well because having them over here it feels like we're ambassadors for the UK almost so make sure that they have a good time and stuff like that Brilliant. It's always good tour of the UK is anywhere particularly looking forward to playing like Glasgow Newcastle or anything like that hmm that's a good question I mean yeah, in all honesty, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to the tour to kick off, to be honest. But if there's any, I mean, I like playing London, uh, and that, I think that's the first night of the tour. Oxford's last night of the tour as well, so that's our hometown. Um, so those two will be, you know, those two will be good ones. Uh, Glasgow, we've not been to for a little while now. We've played Glasgow a few times, we've played Edinburgh a few times, so it'd be nice to get back up there and everywhere in between, to be honest. I'd say, yeah, Oxford's going to be a good show because it's our hometown, you know, so it's the last night of the tour. It's going to be a you know like a party night and stuff, and it's going to be a go out with a bit of a bang. So that's got to be a good one to look forward to, I think. Brilliant. Okay, let's. What can we expect from Desert Storm live? What you can expect from us live? Uh, okay, so a lot of yeah, a lot of fury, a lot of uh, you'll see the crowd going wild, uh, a lot of head banging, um, a lot of drinks flying, uh, <laughs> uh, the occasional pit as well if people are feeling up to it. But it's it's difficult. I think it's a difficult one with uh, mosh pits because we're not, we're heavy, but we're not angry all the time, if you see what I mean. So it's, you quite often see pits and people have got big stupid grins across their faces and stuff. You know, it's more of a, uh, it's more of like a, I don't know, a sort of a love pit as a, as opposed to a, I'm going to break your jaw sort of pit. So it's, that's, that's always good fun. Um, yeah, we tend to put on a bit of a, a show if we can, you know, plenty of movement and, and then this sort of thing. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what you'd expect from a Desert Storm gig, I think. Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't really think of anything else to sum up. Excellent. Okay, then. so when did you first become interested in metal and being a singer? Oh, flipping heck. Uh, that's a very good question, that is. 
Um, I'd say that not long before Desert Storms formed was when I decided I wanted to be a vocalist. I'd played like bass guitar and guitar before that uh, in a couple of other bands and stuff. And I'd say, yeah, it must have been a good... I can't remember, honestly, when it was I got into metal. It was yeah, at quite a young age. I was at secondary school listening to new metal bands and stuff. So it's... Uh, yeah, I've been into metal for a long time. I've been to rock and stuff like that, just you know, equally as long. Um, but in terms of like starting to uh, starting as a vocalist, um, yeah, it was probably the birth of Desert Storm was really marked the first start of it. I mean, I'd been in bands before Desert Storm, but it was as I said, you know, guitar and bass and stuff. So uh, that's I mean, it's been a good eleven years. Then I've been into vocals, and you've learned quite. I've learned quite a lot in that sort of length of time. You know, you kind of pick up things when you're on the road and things you can and can't do with your voice to you know i've lost my voice on tour and things like this before and it's you just got to you know pick up sort of traits and learn as you go sort of thing how to best look after it when you're when you're playing shows so um yes yeah, that's i'd say a good 11 years i've been into vocals and i don't know say 20 years into metal at ballpark <laughs> <laughs> okay so what would you feel has been your biggest accomplishment so far as a performer i'd i'd have to say Playing Bloodstock Festival was a, a pretty big one for us. I think that was uh, that was good fun, and we had great reception there. Um, so that was that's definitely stand out in my mind as being one of recent years. Um, we've played a few festivals in our time, but that was just you know that was kind of like a bit of a dream, really. You know, so that was uh, that's that's one that stands out. And I'd say playing playing in Europe as well. That's it's just it's just nice to know that we can you know we're at a stage where we can do that and you know not just go out and support a band in europe but go out and and play a you know play like a headline tour and, and have venues packed that's 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 a nice feeling so i'd say probably the both both of those in tandem are sort of highlights or stand out to me as being a you know benchmarks for our, our past uh, our career history if you will awesome okay so which are your two favourite metal albums of all time and what are they meant to you personally? <laughs> oh, my questions Christ. aren't easy, man. <laughs> nah, you've got me thinking now. It's a Sunday afternoon. My head's I know. Let me think. <laughs> Greatest metal albums of all time. Yeah. Okay, so Sabbath Paranoid has got to be up there um, I, because it's just a phenomenal album and it will get spun uh, a number of times when we're out on tour with with Come to Burn coming up, I know because um, our driver last time we were out with uh, with him, he, it was pretty much the only CD he had in the van, so we listened to that back to back for pretty much the entire duration of the tour. So um, I'm looking forward to hearing it again, but it's probably I've not listened to it since that last tour, so I know that's going to get a good spin. Uh, also, you can't really discuss metal without dropping Sabbath in there somewhere because you know there would be no metal without them. So you know it's obviously a very important album. Uh, or very important band, I'd say in general. Um, another, what's you said two, didn't you? Yeah. <sighs> um, you got me stumped. Got me absolutely stumped. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really can't think of what you know any any one given perfect album of all time it's, it's, it's that kind of question what's your 10 out of 10 yeah. and <laughs> uh, alright we'll let, let that one go just the one we'll do and that's fine um, is that alright <laughs> yeah can, can you tell me why we should buy Sentinels ok so Sentinels there's sub, there's quite a diverse album really there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of different flavours and textures on it and what we've been told from various people who've heard it is first time they'll listen through they perhaps don't catch everything so it's the kind of album you can listen to 
and it I wouldn't say it grows on you but you'll start noticing it's like the kind of film you can watch where you you miss uh, like quite a few important keynotes the first watch through um, but then you go back through and you know if you if you give it a few listens you'll notice there's quite a few textures in there so uh, I'd say this it's a diverse album there's enough things on there to keep things interesting and it's heavy as as well so you know this you know it's it's hard and it's heavy and there's it's varied so there's a, there's a lot on there for people to enjoy I think um, yeah and it's just yeah play it loud <laughs> festival or small intimate gig right well I'd say we, we played a show in Oxford at a venue called the library and a capacity was probably 20 30 people in there so obviously it was packed to the rafters and I think we played it as a bit of a uh, I don't know it, it was something that we could sort of say to ourselves right so we've played quite possibly the smallest venue that we we've ever account encountered so that was although that being said we have played a few house parties in the past and they're you know obviously that much more intimate we've played living rooms and stuff so uh so it's a tough call between those two perhaps even the house i say the house parties has got to be more intimate really because you're amongst friends then final or digital uh i'm unfortunately and i hate to say this and don't make me a pariah but it's digital for me i'm just um i don't have the space and as much as i would like you know to have my collection uh, out and you know in all its glory it's it's just easier for me with digital so um yeah i hope that doesn't make me a pariah but it's digital <laughs> okay fish and chips or beer beer 100 <laughs> percent. there's no it's no contest no contest download or bloodstock bloodstock easily i you asked me 10 years ago i, I might have had a different answer but uh yeah no it's got to be bloodstock for me i'm afraid man final question donald trump or ed sheeran Uh, well, Ed Sheeran can't ruin the world, so, uh, wait, is this like, which one would I top, or which one to, uh... <laughs> which would you choose between Donald Trump or Ed Sheeran? <laughs> if there was, if there was one to remain on the planet, I've got to say Sheeran, but, if, yeah, if, if it was which one to put a bullet between the eyes, then it's got to be the other way around, so... <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? So come out and see us uh, on the tour we've got coming up. Um, if you can't make it out there, come find us online. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Um, yeah, like keep tabs on us. We're you know we're, we're busy this year and we'll be busy into the future as well. So um, play it loud, play it proud. Yeah, from, thanks for listening. This is Matthew Ryan from Desert Storm, and you're listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown. Meltdown.